0: to a shoulder to crime on topics discussed on the show may be disturbing to some listeners listener discretion is advised are we going yes hi lucy hi, Kinsey. how's it going
1: great i like i like how we always start this like we haven't just been talking to each other for 15 minutes
0: right well we have to i mean i guess i mean we don't have to do anything really
1: look at how cute pancake is <laughs> She's not lying, guys. Her dog's really cute. I wished everyone could see him. I'll make an Instagram post just for Pancake.
0: You should. My piece of crap dog is moaning in the background.
1: While well yours is being I feel all like cute. This would be so awful to you if you if they knew that you liked them.
0: Well, she doesn't like me, so how am I supposed to like her? Well, why do you think she doesn't like you? I don't know, she never has.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay, well. Because we'll she, yeah. she loves Aaron. She loves
0: Aaron more than me, and it's unfair is what it is.
1: Nicole's dog is like that. This one right here. Oh. oh. She loves men. men. <laughs> Nicole calls her a bastard a lot. I think she means to call her a, a bitch. A <laughs> Yeah, she calls her that all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, she likes men. Could care less about the rest of us.
0: Yeah, Aaron or his brother can reprimand Nova, and she'll take it seriously. But if I do it, it's like...
1: I mean, you're not wrong. She's like, who's this short person trying to tell me what to do?
0: (sighs) Listen, I just want a good dog. Just one good dog. I got
1: one. Aw, he's so sweet. (laughs) The Amish farm in Indiana where I found him in the middle of the night. What? It was very scary and traumatic. Don't recommend. Didn't realize that's who I was getting him from.
0: A farm in Indiana. Yes, found
1: him online, and he was like three hundred dollars. I'm like, that's really cheap for a golden doodle. But it was somewhere in Indiana, and I'm like, I was living in Minnesota at the time, and I'm like, whatever, I'll drive there for that. And I'm like, somewhere in Indiana in the dark, and I text this guy. I'm like, can you meet me in like Fort Wayne, just so I don't have to drive all the way to the border of Ohio. And he texts me back and he's like, I don't drive. And he had horrible grammar and couldn't spell. So I'm like, what kind of fucking gross delinquent piece of shit am I rescuing this dog from? And I get there and it's dark and I'm on like a gravel road and I'm like, this cannot possibly be right. And I turn into this driveway and then I see like the oil lamps in the windows and the horse and buggy. And I'm like, okay, I'm basically in Ohio. This all makes sense now. And I was dealing with this, like, 14-year-old kid with a burner cell phone. And I'd go into a horse barn to get him. And all the teenage boys were just standing there, like, in a circle staring at me. And then I look at the house. and it's just, like, the silhouettes of the women, like, peering out, like, looking at my, my car. It was, And the dad was walking around with a headlamp on. It was just very scary.
0: What? And you were and by I, yourself?
1: I was with my... I'm trying to be censored. No, I wasn't by myself. Okay. I was with an ex-boyfriend. Okay, good.
0: Well, I was worried that you're by. Him. Like, I would have.
1: Well, it's not like he was anything to be feared. But still, I'm I'm like bigger than he is. But <laughs> and, and the poor baby puked up horse hay in the back seat of the car because since the Amish are so cold-hearted, they probably didn't even feed him. Oh, poor baby. I know. Well, he's now, a good dog
0: now. He lives life with luxury. <laughs> anyway, so more about Amish <laughs> so golden doodles. <talking> what? <laughs> said more about Amish golden doodles. Just I,
1: I, I was thinking about it, and my mom's like, they run puppy mills. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't have gotten him if I knew where I was getting him from. But also, I did save him. I mean, that's true. <sighs> he's a good dog. He's the best dog. He has his own
0: yoga mat. Lucy's literally obsessed with her dog, which for
1: a good reason.
0: I used to be obsessed with my dog, so I guess I semi understand.
1: But see, and my dog's better than your dog. No offense. That's so true. You can see why.
0: I mean, he's a horse, but yeah, he's better than my dog. He's a tiny horse. A tiny
1: horse that's very perfect. <laughs>
0: well, Perfectly. anyway, off the doodle. Oh, Anyway, welcome back to you later, pancake. So, this episode of A Shoulder to Cry, On
1: <laughs> Is not about dogs and pancakes. No. Though we will have one that is. I'm sure,
0: eventually. What is it about this week?
1: Baristas.
0: Baristas. Baristas that murder or baristas that get murdered?
1: You tell me. My baristas are murdered. Coffee shop. Crime.
0: My barista is also
1: murdered. Pumpkin spice lattes gone wrong.
0: Oh, <laughs> UGG boots and PSLs.
1: Does that ruin it for PSLs? Stop it. <laughs> you probably wear your UGG boots every time you go to Starbucks if it's cold. I wear UGG slippers in the drive thru So,
0: I mean, it depends. If it's cold in the morning, I'm putting on my boots. If it's not, putting Do on my sandals. Boots
1: in the morning, Panther?
0: He is a giant boot. They don't look like he's wearing little mucklucks. Oh my gosh! Is that it? Okay. Anyway, so barista crimes, Lucy. I believe it's your turn to go first, if you so want to.
1: I shall. <laughs> Great. Okay. Uh, okay. Ready?
0: I'm ready. Are you ready? Well. Depends. A lot of things come out of your mouth sometimes I'm not ready for, but I think I'm ready.
1: You're ready. Okay.
0: And Pardon the moaning in the background. My dog literally will not stop moaning. It's because
1: your dog sees how nice I'm being to my dog, and she's like, God, I wish my mom didn't hate me.
0: I don't hate her. Anyway, okay, your crime. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Okay. On the morning of July 8th, 1997... A Starbucks employee in the Georgetown neighborhood of Washington, D.C., showed up to open the store after a long Fourth of July weekend in our nation's capital. The lights were on, <laughs> music was playing, uh, but the shop appeared to be empty. The day manager went to the back of the store where she found the bodies of 25-year-old Mary Mahoney, 25-year-old Emery Evans, and 18-year-old Aaron Goodrich. Aww. They all had multiple gunshot wounds. Um some worse than others the woman ran outside and flagged down a city bus driver since this was before cell phones kind of and the bus driver immediately alerted the police so mary mahoney the night manager was a former white house intern this whole part i find very interesting and i had no idea about this until i started researching but so she was a white house intern under the clinton administration She worked on his 1992 campaign, and she arranged tours at the White House during his first term. When she left the White House to take a job at Starbucks, she became very friendly with another intern, Monica Lewinsky. No way. Who frequented the store. Yes. Juicy. I know. And the Starbucks murders happened in the midst of the pre-trial media circus that was covering the lawsuit that another White House staffer, Paula Jones, had filed against Clinton. And just three days after Michael Isakoff reported that a former staffer was preparing to come out with her stories of being sexually harassed while working for Clinton, oh, Isakoff was referring to Kathleen Wiley. I think that's how you say her name. I really didn't look. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I was really young when this happened, and she wasn't on my radar. Who is? But I know. And this report also brought the Lewinsky scandal to the public's attention. Mm. Um. Monica Lewinsky once stated to an author investigating Mahoney's murder that Clinton had a violent reaction when she told him that she planned on telling her parents about their relationship. And she was so frightened by this that she said that she didn't want to, quote, wind up like Katie Mahoney. They called Mary Katie. There was her middle name, I think. What? Right. So there was immediately suspicion that, like, someone maybe someone killed her because they thought she was outing clinton or whatever but by all accounts mahoney was an empowered outspoken lesbian woman and acted as somewhat of a den mother to the younger white house interns and she'd heard many sob stories from women who had allegedly had sexual passes made at them by bill clinton and supposedly she was going to start she told others that she was planning on doing something to help these girls like right before the starbucks murder happened that's so crazy Um, And her murder also took place while another one of her former employers, Labor Secretary Alexis Herman, was coming under scrutiny for an alleged payoff scandal. So lots of people she used to work for were getting in lots of trouble. Did she know that they were all in trouble before? Yeah, because I think, yeah, because it was all just, she knew that they were all shady while Mm -hmm. she worked there, and this was when, like, everything was starting to come out in the media.
0: Okay.
1: Given the insane amount of scandals and cover ups in DC, I think it was very easy for people to believe that her murder was one of many unusual deaths associated with the Clinton administration. Wow. And people to store were just casualties. But. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> right? I don't know. It makes me. Cr- I just feel like everything could be related to a political cover up, like everything in the world.
0: I know it's so hard to believe I'm like someone who like believes in the good of everybody so when I hear stuff I'm like you are oh very, you're very
1: very sweet
0: I am and then when I find out how awful people are I'm like well damn
1: I trust no one
0: well no I, one. it's crazy because I don't trust anybody but at the same time I always think the good of everybody too so it's a really weird line I walk your
1: life must be very conflicting <laughs> and hard <laughs> it is I see someone is, creepy is this why you have terrible anxiety <laughs> yeah yeah crippling <laughs> yeah. actually <laughs>
0: Like, I just lay right. on the ground and constantly think about all the good people that are awful people and all the awful people who might be good people. And then you just, like, smile and cry and smile and cry. Yeah, and itch a little, have a baby you get know. married, smile, cry. <laughs>
1: exactly. You have me pecked. So, during the initial investigation of the Starbucks crime scene, authorities noticed that not a single thing in the store was out of place. There was almost $10,000 in the safe. Nothing had been touched. Nothing had been touched. Nothing had been taken. Um, The doors to the building were locked from the outside, which made them think it was an employee at first. But then they determined that a delivery man came by with pastries or something at like 2 in the morning and used his key to get in and lock the door behind him. And he somehow just didn't happen to see the three dead people in the back hallway.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Right. But um, Georgetown is like a super it's one of the most wealthy suburbs or neighborhoods of Washington, D.C., and it's super densely populated. Nobody heard gunshots, um, which led them to believe that the gunman used a silencer, which often means it was a professional hit. Um, Mary Mahoney was shot five times, which was more than the other two victims. And one of those shots was delivered execution style to the back of the head. And she was clutching the keys to the safe in her hand when they found her body. Wow. Yes. Uh, The daytime manager who discovered the bodies told the police that Mahoney had recently fired an employee who she thought was stealing from the store, but that way didn't go anywhere. Um, They found out Starbucks didn't press charges against this man, and he and Mahoney had worked out an arrangement to have the money paid back. Uh, They compared his shoe prints to those found at the crime scene. No match. And he had an alibi. Okay. So that went nowhere. And they also, this is really sad, I think, but they found she had, like, a handwritten to-do list, which I love, and she had, like, three things that weren't crossed off, and one of them was that she wanted to apologize to an employee who she'd reprimanded for his unprofessional appearance a few days earlier. Oh, I know. If that were a thing, I would get reprimanded at work probably every day. Really? Pajamas. I, I don't know.
0: You don't wear your pajamas to work. I <laughs>
1: don't I guess not.
0: And we, I feel like I do. Well, it's because we wear leggings and a t-shirt every day. <laughs> I
1: suppose. He has something crusty in his hair.
0: Yeah, dogs are gross. Okay. So that's what happens.
1: Pumpkin spice latte. That's what I mean.
0: <laughs> You don't drink that, you liar.
1: He doesn't mean I don't drink that. I drink this. Blech. But, so after two and a half months with no leads, detectives received an anonymous tip from a viewer of America's Most Wanted. God bless America's Real
0: Most Beat. Wanted. Is
1: that... It's not on anymore, is it? Um, I don't know. I feel like I used to watch it on Saturdays.
0: I feel like I used to watch it at night in my bedroom alone when I was, like, a teenager. And, like, creep myself out in my basement room.
1: I just so desperately wanted to be the person who could phone in a tip. I was walking the dogs the other day, and there was a man. He was probably sleeping because I haven't heard anything else about it, but he was sleeping, like, right on the side of the bike trail, and I stood there with the dogs for a minute to see if I could see him breathing because, you know, I wanted to know if I just found a body. But I was scared, so I kept walking, and then on the way back, I was going to do it again, but I got too scared, and I didn't want to walk up to him and then have this, like, homeless man freaked the fuck out on me for like disturbing his sleep on this beautiful afternoon so I didn't but
0: I mean that's fair
1: one of these days but how cool would it be
0: to find a dead body
1: I, know. <laughs> I don't I say it's cool but who knows how I'd actually feel when it came down to it
0: that's true I think about that too I'm like uh it'd probably be awful but at the same time you know half a dream come true
1: I, I can came. I already have a script in my head.
0: like Listen, I've been looking for one of these forever, and I found <laughs> one. I'm looking <waiting> for this. <laughs> and it wasn't in a suitcase I had to open. And I didn't do it. I swear <laughs> to God. And that, too. Ugh! I just never, if I ever find a dead body, I don't want it to be in something I have to open, because
1: I probably when won't I open it. pulled over once. It was, like, in my 20s. And there was a garbage bag on the side of the road. And I actually pulled over and looked at it, and it was just somebody's, like grass clippings but (laughs) I know but then after it I'm like just thinking of like like what if yeah composition I could have exposed myself to was yeah ew Nicole's trying to use the kitchen and I'm pretty sure I have the contents of my purse dumped all over the counter and I can hear her trying to like quietly (laughs) move them around poor Nicole having to deal with your BS (laughs) Okay. Anyway. So the woman that called in led detectives to Carl Cooper. Cooper had a record of commercial armed robbery and suspected murder. Um, they put him under surveillance, but they had a really hard time making a case against him. But eventually, after a 54-hour interrogation, they got a full confession.
0: 54 hours?
1: 54 hours. Like straight? Just think about that. Like in a room, you don't get to sleep. For over they four. What? I just have a really interrogations that long I hate because I feel like they immediately rule out like any credibility. Well you yeah, know what I mean? like
0: you're literally forcing someone to just get it over with so that they can be done. Exactly.
1: Like you haven't slept, you probably haven't eaten. Like, they're just not stopping until they get what they want from
0: you, right? Well, don't you think it was this? But don't you think you did this? Right. But don't yes, you they and you then they details. start putting things in your mind? I think that's so fucked up. That should and then I read or I heard one play. Um, I was I think listening to another podcast and they were talking about interrogations versus interviews, and <clears throat> so interviews are voluntary and they're just like you know asking you questions, right? But they don't have to tell you when they switch over to interrogation mode, God. technically.
1: That's so a, that's why you just ask for a lawyer, people. Say why no. you just
0: never talk to the police until you have a lawyer present, whether no, you did ever. it or didn't do it. You don't do have it. to. No, and then the same podcast they were t- talking about so many people who literally just
1: talking to the police ruined their life. Yeah, when they did do they it, traumatize you. Like I said, I can't imagine like the complete mental break that you would have. No, and you're like and so
0: many people, these people had been their convictions had been overturned, thankfully, but they had all been convicted of crimes they didn't do, all because yes. they tried to help and talk to the police, and the police literally, yep. like, forced them into like,
1: like they feed them details and they whatever. Yeah,
0: like this one guy, he. Was implicated in some crime, and he was just trying to help, and he said that he was at this one bar the night of the murder, which was right across the street from the murder, so they literally just went with it. They're like, well, you were in the area, so you did it, and of course, you know, they tell you, well, if you just tell us, you can go home. If you just do this, because
1: right. they it's can lie. Even if you didn't do anything, never talk to them, ever. Because And they then can it just you. makes them sick, because... Not only the fact that so many people have spent years and, years and years and years and years and years in prison for things they didn't do, but they don't actually want to put in the legwork of finding out who is really responsible. No. And this is why I have beef with the death penalty. Yeah. A number one, I don't think an eye for an eye is the way to go, but like, I get it, and maybe I wouldn't have such a problem with it, but there are so many people on death row who didn't do, do it. The crime they were committed yeah. of. No, that's for sure. And, I like, agree. and like, maybe 500 guilty people are killed every year, but, like, even if there's one innocent person that was killed, like, that's not okay. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't balance anything out.
0: No. Well, and it just sucks, because, like, the police can lie to you, they can say whatever they want yep. to get you to say, and that's just BS. Like, are you kidding me? Ugh. Anyway, the poor man had to go through 54 hours straight of interrogation. Even if he did it, I'm sorry, that's a lot. <laughs>
1: Right, which, like I said, and maybe he did, but that alone makes me question Like, how everything. valid is his... Right, Yeah. and he gave them details, like he told the police that he went into Starbucks that night planning on robbing it. Um, when Mahoney didn't give him the keys to the safe, <clears throat> he fired a warning shot into the ceiling, which there was a bullet shot into the ceiling. She did have the keys in her hand. But again, after 54 hours, who I'm sure these things came up...
0: But then why wouldn't you take the keys from her hand when they're dead and then go to the safe? Exactly, and he
1: left without... Anything. Anything. He didn't take... The, yeah, whatever. He left without anything. And so I think the other victims, one of them he shot once and he started moaning... And Cooper told the cops that he shot him twice to put him out of his misery. Aww. Flood the scene with no money, raced across town where he disposed of the two two guns that were used in the murder, which to me, one person using two different guns. Weird. You wouldn't have a spare hand. That's very like Yosemite Sam. Right. Yos- Yosemite, Yosemite, Yosemite.
0: <laughs> I told you you say it funny.
1: <laughs> it's not my word. But yeah, to me that's what that looks like.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the prosecution did have a witness that said that Cooper had invited him to take place in the Starbucks robbery about a month before it happened, but he never heard anything from him after that, and they also won't—they don't identify this witness publicly. Hmm. Um. But, and the woman who called in the tip to America's Most Wanted said that her boyfriend was an acquaintance of Cooper's and that he had confessed to him that he did the murders. Uh, But Cooper later recanted his entire confession, swore on his son's life and his mother's grave that he did not commit these murders. Um, But he is in a maximum security prison serving life. Uh, They did not go for the death penalty because of his cooperation. Hmm. But I don't think he did it. I have some feelings. And not saying, but I'm saying. Same. I love a good conspiracy. I also hate one. Yeah. But it is to anything involved in Washington politics at all, even the little things, they can cover up with no problem. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm not saying Bill Clinton went in there and shot Mary Mahoney in no. the back of <laughs> the head, but. Had someone maybe? Just I don't know. Well, things were going on, and she was very vocal. Yeah.
0: Well, even if it wasn't like political related, I
1: definitely don't think Cooper did. It
0: makes no sense. If you're gonna rob it, and you're gonna kill people over it, he, why wouldn't you, you, know, you take money? Been arrested
1: for robbery before. Pulled those off. Didn't kill anybody, but like left with money.
0: Yeah. Like why? She had the keys in her hand. Like why <laughs> mm-hmm. wouldn't you? I don't understand. It's not like they were hidden somewhere and he couldn't find them afterwards. Right. And the
1: fact that no gunshots were heard in the area, meaning perhaps he did have a silencer, but like in that, if he did, you would know that no one was alerted to the sound of gunshots and you would have time to go in the safe and get the money. Yeah, absolutely. So, weird. He has been sentenced for it. Who knows what actually happened? Well, I guess. Think about that on your next Starbucks drive through, Chip.
0: Trip, trip, trip. Trip, trip. Chip, chip. Chip, For my
1: pump and s- pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, pumpkin pump spice. spice. <laughs> All right. That sounds like some sort of axe, like the name of an axe deodorant. It does. Pumpkin pump,
0: spice. Pump. <laughs> with some ridiculous commercial with them pumping iron or something.
1: Yeah. They're pumpkins, but no, they like, sniff their armpit as I they do their. I can smell
0: it already, and it's awful. <laughs>
1: That's true, me too. <laughs> Makes me but think. But if of... you were in college, you'd probably sleep with the guy wearing it. That's fair. <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't have had standards.
0: Well, that was a crazy case, and I don't know how I feel about it. Me neither.
1: Me neither. Oh. I do wish that I had um. Like, the modeling contract that Monica Lewinsky had, and I'm pretty sure she had her own handbag line. Handbag? Yeah. Oh. I feel like I remember seeing this. I hope I'm not making it up. Um, I don't know enough
0: about her. I was really young at the time this all went down. I
1: know. So,
0: not that you're that much older than me. I just definitely was not conscious about anything. You mean you weren't watching,
1: like, CNN and Nick at Night
0: when you were four? No, I didn't have cable until I was, like, 15. <laughs>
1: Taxi was one of my favorite shows in the second grade, and sometimes if I stayed up and, like, fed and watered my siblings when they were infants, Mom would let me stay up extra late on school nights so that I could watch Designing Women.
0: Oh, I forgot. You had, like, a million siblings, so
1: that's right. And a love for Designing Women, which is on Hulu, (laughs) if anybody cares. I do love me some Hulu shows.
0: (sighs) All right. right, your turn. My turn. Um, okay, so my case escalates quickly. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, love a good escalator. Yes, it's, it definitely escalates.
1: Okay. Do you remember a 90-day fiancé when Darcy got her brand-new Louboutin heels stuck in the escalator on her way to see <laughs> Jesse?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate <Me> Darcy. <laughs> I Darcy needs like a little hug and a lot of guidance. She hates herself. She hates everything about herself. She keeps getting plastic surgery. And well, what's weird
0: is her and her sister do it together.
1: I know, but they're twins.
0: I know, identical.
1: But... I don't know what that's like, but
0: I mean, I don't doubt that her weird fiance was awful because I thought he, Jesse
1: was terrible. Jesse was, but very she's compelling. got issues. <laughs> We should have a podcast where we just talk about ninety day.
0: I mean, I feel like that would probably go over very well. Maybe not with our current listener. MDF, if you will. <laughs> okay. Anyway. 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 Sorry. Okay. So my barista crime, murder, all this fun stuff. Okay. So Israel I think it's Keys is how you spell or how you say his name. Kies, maybe? I'm going with Keyes. Keyes? Well, it's K-E-Y-E-S. Maybe Keyes. I don't
1: know if he's Did I say Keyes?
0: You looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All right, I'm saying Keyes, like so don't come at me. Keys. Don't come at me with, it's Keyes. I'm saying Keyes. <laughs> Israel Keyes. It's Keys. It was was Keys. He, okay. Well, he was born in Sorry. Richmond, Utah in 1978. Oh, Yes, actually. He was raised in a like, Mormon family.
1: Do you think they made a more special underwear? Probably.
0: And he was homeschooled. And you know, oh, I god. I hate to say this, but like all the kids that I knew who were homeschooled before coming Are to like my weird. high school were They're all weird. weird. And my you mom, were weird. how wouldn't they be? They were so weird. My mom's like you need to homeschool your children. I'm like that's not happening. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Yeah, if you want him to, like, maybe Be weird, <coughs> kill people. Well, Just yeah. show you
0: yeah. my tater tot casserole. Fine. <laughs> tater tot hot dish. <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> a fucking hot dish. <laughs> okay. Anyway, his family. homeschooled Mormon. Yes, homeschooled Mormon. His family moved to the Aladdin Road area north of Colville, Washington, where they became neighbors and friends with the family of Chevy Kehoe. Um, and if you don't know who that is. He's an American white supremacist who is currently serving three consecutive life sentences for the kidnapping. (laughs) You okay? Okay. Um, For the kidnapping, torture, and murder of William Mueller and his family. Um, So they were. He was really into white white supremacy. It's great. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Um, he was, like, known to have ties to white supremacists. Um, anyway, and they occasionally attended a Christian identity church. But what event- the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a white supremacist. Crazy. Christian identity. Uh-huh. I don't- so it's culty. Yeah, it probably was culty. Um, anyway, eventually, like <laughs> Keys rejected religion entirely and, like, became, I don't know, atheist. Um, so, Keys then served in the U.S. Army from 1998 through 2000 at Fort Lewis, Fort Hood, and in Egypt. He started a construction business in 2007 in Alaska called Keyes Construction. He was working as a handyman, contractor, and construction worker. So, all right. In 2012, a security video showing the abduction of an Alaskan barista is unnerving on its own, but it only hints at the horror ahead for this young 18-year-old woman. <laughs> I know, it's It's awful because it was caught on camera. Like her whole abduction was caught on
1: camera, so you, you could like,
0: ugh. Anyway,
1: racist Mormons. Is it online?
0: I did think. Did you watch it? No, I'm sure you could find it though. It reminds me of that show on ID that.
1: Uh, see no
0: evil. Yeah, that one where I bet. I don't know if they did an episode on him or not. I'd have to look. They should. They have the. They
1: video. should. We'll look into that. We have to.
0: So, anyway, Samantha Koenig would soon be sexually assaulted and strangled after she was kidnapped from an Anchorage coffee stand. Her body left in a shed for two weeks while her killer went on a cruise. After he returned. Like yeah.
1: an actual fucking cruise? Like an
0: actual cruise,
1: yeah. Like a white supremacist cruise.
0: <laughs> like maybe he met some of his buddies on it, but I think it was a normal cruise. God. Um, And then, so after he returned, Israel Keys photographed Koenig for a ransom note and then dismembered her body so this goes into it goes into more detail okay okay
1: okay okay
0: okay. i know when i was going through this i'm like i feel like this seems familiar and i don't know why but maybe you can tell me when i get through it Anyway, so once he was home from his trip keys posed koenig's body to make it appear as she was still alive and took a polaroid photo of her tied up along with a newspaper dated february 13th 12 days after the abduction Shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Later, Keys typed a ransom note demanding $30,000 from Koenig's family on the back of a photocopy of the photo. He then sent a text message to her boyfriend on her cell phone with directions of where he left the note at a local dog park. Dog parks. He then went and dismembered her body and disposed of the remains in a frozen lake north of Anchorage after he cut a hole in the ice with a chainsaw. Keyes, 34, was then arrested in March in Texas after using Koenig's stolen debit card at ATMs there in Alaska, Arizona, and New Mexico. And then after his arrest, Keyes confessed to killing Koenig and at least seven other people. His trial was scheduled to begin uh, in March 2013. So this murder opened up a whole can of worms to find out that he was actually a like, prolific... Of worms! <laughs> yeah, that he was actually like a prolific serial killer. It's like crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about his other victims, shall we? <laughs> so Key's first victims were in Washington State in the late 1990s. Keyes admitted to investigators that he killed four people in Washington State, claims which are the subject of an active investigation by the FBI as well as police in that state. He lived in several places in the state from the late 1990s until about 2008. Um, And then, as a specialist in the U.S. Army, he was stationed at Fort Lewis sometime between 1998 to 2001. He's also lived in a small city of Colville. Ooh, that was weird. um. (laughs) So, he lived in a small city (laughs) called Colville (laughs) in eastern Washington, and in the... Macaw Reservation community, community of Nia Bay on the Olympic Peninsula. Keys did not have a felony record in Washington, although he had been cited in Thurston County for driving
1: without a license. And I also, dated someone who lived in Thurston County. Did you? I. It is yes. Deadliest Catch. Oh, don't want to talk about it. But small area, insane number of fucked up murder stories. Really. I have one of them on my to-do list, but yes. Yeah, so Thurston County, weird.
0: Well, what's crazy is he apparently didn't do anything there other than not drive without a license and driving under the influence. <laughs> um, but a- authorities are reviewing unsolved murders and missing person cases in that area to determine which cases, if any, may link to him. So, he is not doing um, Anyway. He confessed to at least one murder in the new in New York State. Um, authorities have not determined the identity, age, or gender of the victim, or when or where the murder may have occurred, but they regard the confession as credible. <laughs> I don't even know Jesus. what that means. <laughs>
1: well, anyway, he did something.
0: Okay, and then so Keyes does have ties to New York State. He owned ten acres and a rundown cabin in the town of Constable. Keyes also confessed to bank robberies in New York and Texas. And the FBI later confirmed that Keyes robbed the community bank branch in Tupper Lake, New York. Keyes was also linked to the deaths of Bill and Lorraine Courier of Essex. Essex? Vermont? Essex? Essex? Oh. How do you say it? Essex. Essex. There we go. I uh, sounds
1: A-sex? a lot better. Essex. B Sex, Sex. I'm probably a D. <laughs>
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway, along with his confession, authorities say they have enough evidence to link Keys to the murders. The Vermont couple was last seen after leaving work in June 2011. Keys reportedly broke into the Courier's home on the night of June 8th and tied them up before driving to an abandoned farmhouse where he shot Bill Courier before sexually assaulting and strangling Lorraine Courier. However, their bodies have not been found. Two years prior to the courier's death, Keyes hid a murder kit near their home, which included a handgun and various supplies. Keyes used these supplies during the murder of the couriers. After the murders, he moved most of the items to a new hiding place in Parrishville, New York, where they remained until after his arrest. He then planned murders long, or Keyes planned, oh my gosh, Keyes planned murders long ahead of time. I can't do this.
1: <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, one more yes, time. You can.
0: He's planned murders long ahead of time and took extraordinary action to avoid detection. Thank you. <laughs> Unlike most serial killers, he didn't have a victim profile. He just killed willy nilly, literally anybody. Literally anybody. He always really killed. killed. <laughs> he always killed far from home and never in the same area twice. On his murder trips, he kept his mobile phone off and paid for items in cash. He had no connection to any of his victims. In the courier murders, he flew to Chicago and then rented a car to drive the thousand additional miles to Vermont. Which is, like, really weird that he slipped up so bad with um, Koenig's murder, because then he used her debit card and got caught. Right. Which is, I don't know, maybe he was wanting to get caught at that point?
1: I don't know. They do say that a lot of them do, secretly. That they're, like, kind of.
0: Yeah, so it's just weird to me, but... So, Keys admired Ted Bundy. Go figure, <laughs> and sure. right, and share. I But he's not he as was cute. A lot less attractive. Yes. than Ted Bundy. Let <laughs> me tell you, very less attractive. God. Um, but he shared several similarities with him. Both were heavy drinkers, methodical, intelligent, and felt a possession over their victims. However, there were notable differences. Bundy's murders were spread throughout the country, mainly because he lived in many different areas and not as an intentional effort to avoid detection, as was the case with Keys. Bundy only targeted attractive young women, usually with their hair parted down the middle, while Keyes had no particular type of victim. Um, while being held in jail at the Anchorage Correctional Complex for the murder of Samantha Koenig, he committed suicide on December 2nd, 2012. Of course he did. Yeah. Via self-inflicted wrist cuts and strangulation. Cowardly
1: little douchebag.
0: Like the bitch he is. But I guess he confessed to all his murders? Maybe. I just feel like it's, well, I guess if he doesn't know his victims, he can't give names. He just knows right. he killed somebody in that area.
1: I just think he's such a pussy. So you can end the lives of like eight billion other people, but like God forbid you have to go to trial for it. Or... Right,
0: and stand and look the people in the f- right. Eye. But poor, poor Samantha. She, she. I don't I, know.
1: I looked it up while you were talking, and you can watch the video online, which I'm probably going to do as soon as we hang up. Maybe some people aren't into that, and it might scar me, but, like, I can't not watch those things.
0: You have to give me the link, because I want to watch it, too. I will. I don't know
1: why. It just, like... It makes it so much more real. I know.
0: Well, it's just crazy that he, like, kept her body for two weeks while he went on vacation. Right. And then came back and was right. like, oh, and like I want... And, that
1: picture is really... I looked that up, too, like, the picture of her that he took with the newspaper. It's so creepy. Is it? Like it, i was gonna actually like put it dead? on her instagram post but once i realized like what was happening and that she was dead i was like maybe like, i shouldn't so she doesn't look dead in the photo no i read a little bit and i think it said something he like sewed her eyelids like open what? so she looks like she's sitting there like it's really weird yeah Go. i mean go check it out i
0: just feel i mean i know alaska's cold Especially in, what, February? Oh,
1: what? So you think you just, like, put her in a lawn chair?
0: Well, no, I'm just, like, thinking, like, two weeks of being in a shed. Like, you wouldn't think that she'd be more decomposed and oh, right. look maybe less was a alive. Deep in it.
1: Or maybe it was, like, zero I mean, degrees.
0: it's February, so I guess it would be cold. Ugh, gross. Poor girl. Poor family. And then have to go through ransoming.
1: Ugh. Sorry, I had it muted because I was coughing, and then I forgot <laughs> to unmute it. But I said, it's sad for the family that, like, everyone in the world, people like me included, can see that horrific picture of her with her eyelids glued open next to a newspaper that this psychopath put beside her.
0: Ugh. Like, how, do you think he spent his whole cruise thinking, like, okay, how am I going
1: to get money from this family? I just, I want to know more about this cruise. Did he go alone? Why did he go on a cruise? He doesn't look like someone who enjoys Mai Tais and beaches, but right. maybe he does.
0: Well, at the end of one of the articles, I read that he was survived by a young daughter. So I wonder, I didn't do more research on it. I kind of was at the end of my wits of wanting to keep reading. <laughs> right. But maybe he had a girlfriend? What, like a, or... They went on a Disney cruise. <laughs> An Alaskan Disney cruise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. feel like yeah. those are really expensive. Do you think his construction company made enough money?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe all the ATM cards he stole from women he killed paid for it.
0: Yeah, but he didn't get caught yeah. until this one.
1: Sorry, that was just me sending you a link. Sorry, sorry. Thanks.
0: I can't wait to watch it. (laughs) Oh, these barista crimes are rough this week.
1: I know. I hope this makes everybody enjoy their weekend coffees just a little bit more. Right, don't forget to. Hope that the lovely lady in the drive-thru doesn't get murdered two hours after she makes you that latte.
0: (laughs) Give her, what is it, pepper spray. Give your barista pepper spray. Mm Mm-hmm. Tip her and give her some
1: Peppers.
0: peppers If drink. you're in Texas
1: at the Starbucks drive through just give her one of the forty-five guns you keep in the toolbox in the back of your truck.
0: <laughs> Next to your American flag.
1: Yes. <laughs> Wrapped in your American flag. <laughs> Displayed, mounted on the hood of your car. <laughs> How can they see? You? I can't. I saw
0: I don't need to. a truck Texas. today with the... What was it? The original... 13 states flag like in the circle you know with like the the stars yeah and I'm like but what does that even mean to you
1: (laughs) it's what I want to know like nothing it just is exactly what our flag is now with less stars I
0: know I'm like so confused people are weird everybody (laughs) yeah well (sighs) thanks for listening to another episode of a shoulder to crime on um what do we got going on? We have our email, ashouldertocryman at gmail.com.
1: Remember to send I'm us... I'm working on a website very, very slowly, but I'm working on it.
0: Okay, great. So we'll post stuff on that when That goes up. Send us emails in the meantime so we can read them, shout you out, do lots Actually of things. Actually do it. Send us emails. Please.
1: We really want I'm just them. I'm like start texting people I know <laughs> if we don't start getting emails.
0: And then remember to share and tell your friends about us. The more... Um, rate and reviews it. subscribe yes all those things we're on all your favorite <laughs> podcasts things.
1: pancake will send thank you cards signed with his name and his paw to anyone who does any of the things that we just talked about
0: oh including patreon remember we have a patreon support us
1: he'll video call you if you
0: support us Wow, that's a talented dog. I know, he is. My dogs will just bark at you, so.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe you know they'll me. get to death. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Shoulder to Crime On. Our music is by Oliver Liu. Our cover art and editing by Kinsey Turner. You can email us at to on at gmail.com follow our Instagram at a shoulder to crime on podcast, or become a supporting Patreon at patreon.com slash a shoulder to crime on. Thanks and see you next week.